Hello, everybody. Welcome to For the Record, episode number 39. Um, hope everybody's having a great day. Um, and we're just going to jump right into this again. Um, trying to keep it a little bit shorter with the introductions right now. Not as much to say as usual. Um, and there you go. Um, this is episode number 39 with vocalist Nina. Um, she was an absolute pleasure. I want to thank Ray Rolden and the entire team at Ray B um, for helping make this happen. I know that we were trying to figure it out with the phone. I had some trouble calling in on the conference room. I don't know why. Um, I blame AT&T. Not because they may have had anything to do with it. I just don't like AT&T. Um, anyway, we're going to get right into this. Um, and again, as I said in the last episode, we are looking for sponsors and um, potential partnerships. Um, we'd love to work with you here about your business. Uh, if you're a band, your music, a record label, whatever the case may be, we want to hear about it and see if we could work together. So email another shameless promo at gmail.com. Once again, that is another shameless promo at gmail.com for more information about sponsorships. All right, episode number 39 with Nina. Roll it. Apologize for that. I was sitting there for like 15 minutes trying to enter the conference room and it would not let me go through. Um, I don't oh, know why. Bless you. That's fine. Don't worry about it. That's all right. right. Well, That's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, it is wonderful to finally speak with you. Um, Ray has talked a great deal about you and how awesome you are. And I have to agree with um, the music. I think it sounds fantastic. I really liked the Beyond Memory EP. Um, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you do. I'm really glad. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me. Well, because uh, um, my parents kind of grew up on that, and I was kind of, I guess, I wasn't raised on it, but I heard a lot of like that, that kind of new wave, uh, that 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 kind of music that had that feel to it. So it was kind of like I don't know. It was kind of a trip down memory lane when I started hearing the when I started hearing the first um, yeah, the first track set. Yeah, happening. Yeah, there oh there was totally nostalgia and it was it was it was really nice. Um but so I wanted to ask you I guess uh, this is and this is kind of a I guess a broad basic question but where did that kind of where did the appeal for you to want to make that that style of music kind of come into play if that makes sense? Yeah, no, of course. Um well, to be honest, I mean I've, I've kind of tried a few different things before I, I was doing um or I was making synth pop music. Um, I was kind of starting off with, um, you know, like a bit more dance, pop music, a bit more commercial things. And um, and I think it was about maybe like five years ago that I started to really um, just, just listening back to the 80s sounds and, you know, all my favorite bands that I always loved and I grew up with listening to, you know, like uh, Queen and Depeche Mode. Um, and I just felt like, why don't we just try that kind of style, you know? And and, and we did it, and, and straight away it just felt so natural, and it's like it was me, and I was so excited and enthusiastic straight away, and, um, you know, I just felt like, yeah, th- th- this is it, this is it, I got it. 
Nice. Yeah, I'm really happy. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's always kind of that trip back to, I guess, not necessarily your roots, but what kind of, what gave it, what gave you that feeling of, crap, this is it. This is why I got into music in the first place. It almost takes like a kind of a trip back to that to realize the, oh, this is what I want to do. This is why I got here in the first place. And this is what I love so much about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It really felt like that. You know, it just feels like you get all those emotions and, and memories from your, from your childhood coming up. And, you know, uh, you hear a song and you're like, oh, I remember I was in this car and we were driving to wherever, you know. And, yeah, it's, it's just there's so much um, in connection with it and so many emotions. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think it's important. Yeah, yeah I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I Well, I think what's so cool is, like, I've actually – I've been on a kick recently of pulling back some of the old records that I used to listen to, like right around the time when I was like, I think music is going to be a big part of my life. And um, just kind of going through that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I remember I was driving to this place. I remember this like th that smell in that moment. It's so crazy. It's like it's so weird. Just like uh, 10 years later, just to get, feel that feeling and to kind of have that. It's just it's amazing what music can do. <laughs> Exactly, absolutely. It's amazing what music does to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you are currently, from from what I've read, this I this was a, a release, and this is when I took my notes, but uh, you were in the studio with uh, producer Richard X, who worked with Goldfrapp, Erasure, New Order, and modern acts like Lana Del Rey and Kylie Minogue. Um, I was curious to know, what was it... Um, when working with Richard, what, was, um, what did he bring to the table as a producer that helped you... Um, I guess tell the story you wanted to tell with the songs that you were putting out for Beyond Memory. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it was um, I was trying to work with Richard for a while, and obviously, um, um, he's he's got a very busy schedule. But um, you know, once we made it finally happen, I was I was so excited because he's so legendary and he's worked with the biggest artists, you know, in that kind of genre. Um, it's um. You know, when I met him, we kind of bonded straight away, and we had a lot of uh, laughter in the studio. And I guess I learned a lot. You know, he's so professional, and he's really passionate about what he's doing, and, and like me, you know. So, and and that's kind of inspiring to see. Um, you know, he he has a lot of he kind of put a lot of input into this. You know, he he has he has his opinions, and he's kind of uh, giving tips, and um, so you know, he's kind of a little bit curating the whole um, process as well, which was really nice. Um, he didn't have to do that, but he wanted to, you know, because he feels passionate about what we're doing. Um, so yeah, it was it was a great, really great experience, and um, also just seeing his analog synths and in the studio, and yeah, it was just awesome. That's fantastic. Um, I mean, well, it clearly shows. Like the, I, I feel like the passion on the record. I when you tell me that you that there was a lot of passion going into the songs when you hear the final product it's it's very clear uh, like you can you can definitely tell that there was a lot of that um in the final songs um so i think that's i think that's wonderful um and i wanted to ask you about i guess a little bit about the stories that were behind the two tracks on this ep and if you um if you'd be open to talking a little bit about I guess kind of the inspiration behind writing both of them, and and I guess where, um, where I guess maybe where you were personally as you were writing. Yeah, yeah, I I try to be as personal as 
possible. And, you know, I mean, sometimes you can write about personal experience and sometimes you write about dreams or visions, you know. Um, but this one was really personal. I mean, especially beyond memory, it was about uh, personal experience. I had to go through a relationship where, um, you know, it's um, about a painful breakup, too vulnerable after, um, heartbroken, got that void inside you, you know, that after the breakup and, you know, confusion, you don't know what's going on and, and you know, why why doesn't that person love you anymore and that kind of thing. So um, that's kind of the inspiration, your memory. It's, it's quite sad, you know, it's quite sad, but um, Purple Sun, on the other hand, is a bit more uplifting, it's kind of more of a uh, power ballad, and uh, just about being carefree, living in the moment, you know, the love for life. I was actually inspired when I was um, in California, and uh, just driving down the highway and watching, you know, the beautiful palm trees everywhere, and the sun is shining. I felt really inspired. I was just really happy and Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, I think that's I think it's so interesting you say that because you can hear you can hear kind of the contrast in both of the songs. Like one is I, I could tell that one was a little bit happier than the other. So I was kind of as I was listening, I was like, what kind of happened with the story behind this one? And I, I think that's very interesting to hear the story behind it now and to hear like it. it I guess it makes more sense. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, um, I work with a couple different musicians, and it's always we were talking about this a little while back about how like they write kind of sadder, a little bit darker music, and I noticed I was like, you wrote all of that in the winter, you didn't write that in the summer, and it was like it's gonna come out a little bit darker if the sky is out and you can't do anything but just stay inside and write sad music, and they're like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, th- I think I think that's fantastic, and I think it um, I think it came out very well. Um, but I um, wanted to I I did want to ask as well. What was the story behind the title, um, both for the EP and for the song, uh, Beyond Memory? Well, Beyond Memory. I mean, um, it's kind of you know, like I said, um, the void you feel afterwards and the reoccurring dreams and the confusion you don't really believe it's true so it's kind of like it's it's, it's like a distant memory as well um your memory sounds lovely excited it was your memory but it's it's if you you know if you understand what that means that kind of that's why we chose Perfect. And, um, purple sun uh, yeah purple sun is that uh, oh that's kind of obvious i was in california and, um, you know, it's just when you watch the sunset and the whole sky and everything turns purple. Um, mm-hmm. It just looks so beautiful. It's also my favorite color, so it's, it just happened to be purple sun. Perfect. Um, and so you're from, from everything that I've read, you're from Germany, but you're based in, in the UK. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, well, I, I was curious to know, um, what was, I guess, the biggest, um, I, I guess, what was the biggest difference that you've noticed in terms of music scenes between, um, I, I guess, the the European side and then the United States side, if um, you're able to give, I guess, any, um, 
background on that, just from your personal experience? Um, well, I would say, you know, growing up in, in Berlin in the 80s, um, it was very, it was very synthwave, new wave driven, very electronic, and, um, you know, bands like Alpha Will and Flash were huge, you know, they, they also played British, British bands all the time, uh, New Order and Eurasia and that, and so, you know, I kind of grew up with that, um, and I guess that's kind of shown in my music as well. Um, I guess in, in America, it was you know you had a massive um, electronic scene there as well, or you still have it, obviously. But you know, oh, yeah. I'm kind of um, yeah. sound. Um, but if I had to personally say, I, I probably um, kind of was very close to the British um, uh, scene. Um, you know, just always listening to the British mode and you know those bands. I was super, super you know inspired by them all the time. And so were my parents as well. They're constantly listening. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I'm I'm not sure. It, it is very different. I mean, Berlin, being in Berlin, in London, in America in general, so very different. For sure. Yeah, I just I always like asking um, international artists just kind of their, um, I guess just kind of what they notice about the different scenes because it I don't know it's almost like I mean you become a world traveler when you become when you kind of step over whether you're an American artist here going to Europe or the European artist coming over here and I I'm always just curious to hear like what people what people notice and what's so different but I I do agree with you about the electronic scene in terms of um like what's kind of been happening here yeah it, it's it's weird how it always I mean a lot of those new wave acts kind of came out of that area but then you've got um this weird like crazy resurgence that's going on right now in america um so i don't know it's it's cool it's cool to see all like the i guess the contrast of it um and the last two questions yeah, there's definitely a big contrast yeah like um i don't know it's 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 i can't even describe it it's just it's it's weird like just to see all that's happened so so fast with um with this scene like this this resurgence i guess happened with only within a couple of years <laughs> so yeah 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 and i know i know and um but was was gonna say um as well um obviously i grew up listening to blondie and k bush so and you know they're, they're amazing female kind of artists as well from that era and um so that was a massive inspiration as well and obviously blondie being you know american and I mean, it's, I think it's just there were so many bands at that time, and um, hopefully we can kind of you know, um, get that back a little bit. You know, I mean, the synthwave community is kind of growing um, a lot. Hopefully, go even bigger. Definitely. Um, so we'll um, we'll wrap this up um, right now. But the um, I do have two questions that I ask as a way to kind of close out every interview that I do. Um, they're a bit broader, but I, I guess they're they're a good way to, I guess, put a conclusion to the interview, if that makes sense. Um, but so the first question I have is, the first question I have is, what kind of message, if you have one, would you like fans to walk away with after listening to your music? Um, I guess I, it's always good to have a connection, feel, you know, connected to a song the emotions to make you happy or um, to make you happier when you're sad. Um, so I think it's the 
all about emotion, and and actually showing your um, I don't know your experience, sharing with them, and not being scared to be vulnerable and to open up. Perfect. And the last question I have is, what does music mean to you? What does music mean to me? Well, the easiest question, the easiest answer is, it means the world, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't know. I think music is, for me, it's it's essential lip, really. Um, I know it sounds cheesy, but, you know, a world without music uh, wouldn't be worth living All right, perfectly said. Um, I um, that was a great way to close the interview. And uh, Nina, thank you so much. And it was a, it was a pleasure to speak with you. And I apologize for keeping you waiting. I am so sorry for all the confusion this morning. Um, but it was wonderful to finally. Oh, well, that's absolutely you. fine. All right, well, um, you made it work. So thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, technology can be interesting at times. So I'm. I'm. I am very glad we made it work, though. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, technology, we just blame technology, it's always technology, it's terrible, oh, I yeah. actually have no lights in my house because it's just blue, so there you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Alright, well, I will get this up as soon as possible, and I will send it along uh, to Ray, and um, over to you, once it's ready to go. Amazing, thank you so much, have a wonderful day. Thank, thank you so, so much, you too. too. All right, cool. Let's make it work. Sounds good.